Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Do me a favor, subscribe to the John Com Report wherever you get your podcast. You're watching on YouTube. You know the deal. Like button, subscribe button, help us out there. You can find us on YouTube as part of Empire Media, A-M-P-I-R-E. You know the deal. Also, don't forget you can read my work on ESPN.com. I have a story up now about the win, about Chase Young. I'm going to have a story up, I believe it's going up tomorrow, and Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, all that good stuff. Go back and relive the relive the win, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And don't forget, Bram Weinstein and I, the voice of the commanders, will be doing a live stream YouTube show Tuesday night, 7.30 Eastern time. Bring your questions. We're going to talk about the game, about the commanders, or about really about the commanders, not just not necessarily about the Broncos game, because we'll a little bit about that, about playing off that, looking ahead to the Bills a little bit, and then answering some of your questions. So bring your questions. Join us. Always a good time. Always enjoy the questions. And again, I want to to tell everybody who listened to the initial audio after the game Sunday, thank you for for not (laughs) throwing it away. Apologize for the audio. And that's why I wanted, we recorded another one, have it up there. So anyway, but I appreciate you people who did tune in for the first one and apologize for the audio issues. Um, I know people get cranky and understandably so when it's not good. So there you go. Also, um, before I get before I get started on the film review, I'm going to go over a couple of things. Brian Robinson, a little bit on the screen game, some Sam Howell, and some Chase Young. Those are some of the big things that came out of this game. But I did want to just say, say one little thing on Logan Thomas. He's got the, he's in concussion protocol. We won't know his status until later in the week. It just seems like guys, once once you get in there, you end up missing a game. So we'll see what happens. No idea yet what where it's going to go, and so. Um, there's nothing that we'll find out probably until about Friday or so anyway. But the one thing I did want to mention that the catch was tremendous. We all know that one of the things I think that they'll miss a little bit without him is, is his chipping ability and not that others can't chip. They can't, but, but Thomas is a big dude. And so he moves guys when he chips, he moves them off their mark and he really helps out the tackles when he does that. It's an uh, slightly, you know, it's an under the radar type thing, but it's a big deal. And, and I mean, it really helps. And, and you saw that a few times with him. And I think that that's there's something that, you know, again, not that others can't do it. It's just that I thought he was particularly effective with it. Anyway, let's start. Let's start with um, Brian Robinson, because his second half, he was he was pretty good. And it wasn't, you know, he had four runs of 10 or more yards in the second half. He had the, that's only the second time in his in his brief career where he's had four uh four runs of 10 or more yards in the, in a in a in a game. But so one of the things that Ron Rivera talked about on Friday is just some of the stuff he's still getting used to. And it kind of I asked Rivera about that today, or excuse me, on Monday during the press conference. And just like what were he because he talked after the game, Rivera did about there were some lows for Robinson on the bench. Sometimes it could be some frustrations maybe with some blocking things that weren't there um, or that weren't blocked as well as it should be. 
Sometimes it was also for, for Robinson needing to be more patient. You saw that in some runs. Helping set up your blockers. And that was a big difference to me from first half to second half, his ability to do that. And I think like that's something that I think um, was, was noticeable in the, in the difference. And there were a couple of times in that first half where he ends up running into the back of the lineman a little bit. And, you know, sometimes that could be patience setting up guys a little bit better. Sometimes this is guys getting pushed into the hole. So it's hard to always say what's what, but that's also a timing thing in, in the, in the, in the run game. And again, sometimes it could be one or the other. What I, what I do like, um, because when you get that patience, one thing's you go back to the, like Alfred Morris days. One of the things I always appreciate about him is he was very patient, but then he set up his blockers because of that. You know, some of the zone read stuff helped him too, but his patience I felt was as big a key as anything. And then he got stuff off that. And you saw that all the time. They're trying to get Robinson to get, become not quite Alfred, not like an Alfred Morris clone, because that's he's a different kind of guy, but somebody who runs with a little bit more patience. And you saw that again, in the second half um, he had, there was a, a five yard run in the first, in the first half where he does set up the linebacker, gets him, um, gets him over cuts back. And the only thing on this play, and, and I'm not, I can't show you a picture of every play. So I apologize. So, and I can't show video. I'm not allowed. Um, people who do that probably aren't allowed either, but they do it. But when you work for ESPN, you've got to be extra careful at least, especially for me, it just because the NFL pays more attention. That, that's all. But anyways, but I can't, I'm not, I can't show you clips of every play, but there was one particular play, one play early in the game, five-yard run, good cut, good hole. But sometimes with Robinson on this one, it's like the 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 hole is sealed over here. There's a, a defender coming from over here on the, um, like, you know, the left, left, so like a safety on the left side of the, of the defense. Um, and, it looks like if Robinson just kind of cuts up, maybe he gets into an arm tackle situation with the defensive back, but instead he kind of seeks out the contact and runs him over, gets five yards, but maybe he could have gotten a few more without that, but still five yards you'll take on the 27 yard game. And I am showing a play of this um, because I thought this was a really good play and it showed everything that I think you want in a run game. The line does a really nice job. There's a double team. They get off. They climb to the linebackers. Nice little seal here. He cuts up a good cut by Robinson, breaks a tackle, spins off another tackle, bounces outside. And then um, you have Curtis Samuel blocking downfield with a really good block and probably gets him about 10 more yards. I like the patience that Robinson showed on that. Um, I think when you get that patience, again, it allows the blockers to get to their guy. That again, that's what Alfred Morris did so well. But anyway, but that's but that was just a really good job by the receivers. And when you block like as a receiver like that, that's when you get big runs. When you're not getting the big runs, some you can oftentimes look back to those receivers and they're not if they're not doing it, you're not going to get those big runs. That time they did that. On the 15-yard touchdown run, I also feel like they showed a lot of what you want to see there as well. Felt like it was a, a pretty good run design, but but it was a smart play by Robinson. Good patience again. They shift the tight end inside. the The Broncos know it's a run coming up the middle. Linebackers get aggressive. They shoot. They're shooting the gaps, and and Robinson sees it, bounces it outside. But when he starts to do that, a couple things. Bates blocks the defensive end. Just does a um, does a really nice job on that play. And, and allows him allows Robinson to get outside, but he also sets the the there was a safety up. 
gets him to kind of come inside and he's able to get outside. And then he shows that he's a, that he's a little bit quicker and faster than maybe people think to bounce around there. Jahan Dotson with the block as well. So it, again, receiver blocking. And that was just, again, encompasses a lot of what you want to see and what they can become when that run game is going. Also felt like they did a good job of getting the boxes they kind of wanted. And one of the things and the keys to the game that I talked to you about on Friday was exactly that manipulating the box, because when the Raiders had success running the ball, it's when they got them in lighter boxes, got the linebackers to kind of hesitate, not sure what's going on. And that's what I think they did. But I think like some of those plays really showed the patience that they want to see from Robinson, the vision cutting and all that. And, and so it's what they can become. And I think that's why they felt really good coming out of that game is because of some of what he showed. The other guy at running back, and obviously Gibson had the screen. I'll get to the screens in a minute. Chris Rodriguez is a pretty good blocker. And then the two-yard touchdown run, he ends up as – he starts off as a fullback, shifts over to like a – you know, almost like a – and um, just off, off the left tackle, almost like in a tight end type role, comes across and really kind of pops the linebacker. And the linebacker, I think it was Singleton, falls into the play – but because of how Rodriguez hit him initially, he's got no chance to make the play. And that was just a credit. That was a, and you see like what I liked with Rodriguez after the play, you could see him kind of celebrating his celebrating the score. That dude's probably celebrating his block too. Cause he knew he got a, he popped him. So just a nice play, but that was one of the things I heard about Rodriguez. And I think I talked to you about that this summer about his ability to block. They like, they thought he could help him there. And he certainly has been. And so and I thought Alex Ama at some point would be up, but if Rodriguez can block like that, then there's probably no reason to bring him up um, for, you know, because that's, that's what he, that's what he can do now, unless you want to bring him up as a fullback slash tight end, if, if, uh, if um, Thomas can't play, but like the job by Rodriguez there. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action, so download the app now and sign up with code KIM, K-E-I-M. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, with code KIM. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. So let's get to the screen game. It was the first time we really saw it really work this well. And I think that's something that I think is encouraging for this offense because it's got to be a big part of it. And it comes back to when you work and you focus on the details, eventually that stuff starts to work because you adhere to it so much. may not work right away, right away, right away, but as you start to get it, then it does. And there are a couple things that jumped out to me in the screen game is Sam House patience and poise on a couple on the 21 yarder to Robinson. 
you have, yeah, I think it was six guys coming. He's got a guy in his face, but you've got to be patient. Let it get to you. Create the opening in space. Back pedals calmly, and they work a lot on the throwing and the back pedal because they know they're going to be in that situation a lot, but they practice a lot. And he makes a good throw to Robinson, 21 yards. Just a nice job overall. The nine-yard pass to screen to Cole, to Cole Turner, I really liked because you see the design of it, if you remember. So you got um, the, let's see, they had, they fake a bubble. I think it was a Pringle out to the right. Then you have Gibson. So it looks like that. You had two guys go with Pringle, right? Two guys were eyeing him. One guy's already on that side. Linebacker clears out that way. Then you have Gibson coming back the other way. Two guys go to him. And you just throw it right inside the, to Cole Turner on that side. Just a well-designed play. I think it was, you know, and Turner does a nice job with it. To be honest, my first thought when I watch it, if that's Armani Rogers, it's a 20-yard gain. Because Turner just missed, uh, got, just kind of got, got like almost like a, just barely, almost got through a little bit of a foot tackle there. I think Rogers makes it a longer gain, but it was a nice play design overall. And, and you, you get, what do you do? Our Rogers out. But um, anyway, I thought it was a good job. And the 36-yard play to Gibson, here's what I like. So they work, they work so much on that particular screen, that setup, right? That it's it's really becoming second nature. But I like this, and this is why I like Bienemy is so big on the details. And here's why. So on those, and I'll try and get a picture of that one too to show you what I'm talking about. Um, because I think it's important to see it. They are stressed so much to where you he wants you to catch the ball. So if you're not in the right spot, if you're a yard ahead of the line of scrimmage or two yards ahead of where he wants you to be, you're going to run it again. And you watch the play. And on that play, so on the screen to Gibson, they also run a crosser with Terry McLaurin. Well, that holds the linebacker enough because now it's man-to-man -man coverage. The linebacker is going to hold to make sure he doesn't, you know, to take away that crossing route. And doing in doing so, so you create now you're creating you're clearing out a side with the corner going over there. It's man to man, and then because um, you know the guard starts to get out there, the Gibson gets the right depth on the throw. It creates it gives him the ability to read what's going on, creates more space between he and the and the linebacker, but it lets Sadiq Charles get out to the linebacker, and Charles does a nice job blocking in space there. And I think that was something that was really good. Um, all the design of it, but the execution of it too, that down to the detail is what I really liked. And it's something they spent a lot of time on. They always spent a lot of time on, but the enemy is so good on the details. And this is what we, what I talked about all off season is that those D or, you know, some from the spring on is the details that he adheres to. And he is relentless with the details and it showed on that because if you don't do it right, first of all, you're going to hear it from him, but it's also not going to work. And guys like when plays work. So when you do it right and it works, do it right again. So there you go. But I really like, it was the first time we saw the success of the screen game and how it can be, but I like the different ways they got to them. And I like the patience they showed, you know, the poise by, by Howell does a really good job of that. He doesn't rush these throws because if you did, then you're messing up the play as well. So let's get to Sam Howell. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on him because we talk about him a lot, but I do like to measure his growth and talk, show some plays or talk about some plays that show some things that what he still has to learn, but also where he kind of did a really nice job. But I'm not going to spend a ton of time on him. I don't think, no. Um, anyway, definitely still holds the ball a little bit too long. And, you know, a couple of times where, but here, what I want to know from them is there are a couple of times he's hitting his plan step and I'm not sure I'm seeing guys all turn around. 
you're hitting that plant step. Somebody's got to be ready to start. You know, your first read's got to be there. And sometimes and it's not always happening. So I just, I'm wondering sometimes where the timing is at with everything at this point. I could be wrong on this, but it is something that I'm curious about just because. But what I, what I really like, oh man, what I really like is how he stands in there against the rush. And he will, he's willing to take a hit. He doesn't get rattled. And I know we talk a lot about the poise and all that unflappable, but it's hard to sit there and not, and take a hit knowing you're going to get drilled and just still getting off a pass. And there was a third and a play where um, rush completion and get a first down. I think it was on that first drive. That was a really nice job because he stands in there. And, and I think that was the one to Logan Thomas, I believe. And it's just, but it's a nice job because you're, you know, you're getting hit stands in there, delivers a strike and keeps moving. What I would like to see, and I was going to talk about this in a minute, but I'll go there now is they're going to need to get better play from the tackles. And I know last week, what I said is it wasn't all their all the offensive line fault, and some of those guys played better than what the what the narrative was. And um, you know that's just all I can do is go based on what you see when you're rewatching it. But in rewatching this, like they you know they do a good job of chipping with the tight end, giving them some help. But they're going to have you know that's not the best pass rushing group defensive line that they're going to face. I feel like the pressure packages they have are pretty good but they're going to face some really stud pass rushes in the NFC East and they're going to have to be better. And, you know, there's not much you can do about it now, except for game planning around that and knowing that and chipping and doing those kind of things. And some of the screen game, because that, that helps slow down pass rushers. I like where the interior I think is headed. I thought Sam Cosme could have, again, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on the lineman right now, but since I talked about it briefly, but I thought Cosme was a little bit up and down, um, but I like, I, I thought Sadiq Charles quick, quick read of it, um, because I wasn't able to watch it as intently as I normally do. Cause it's, Mondays are busy days and I'm recording this late. Um, anyway, but I thought like Charles in the screen game, the movement, all that was pretty good, but I like where the interior is headed, but that the, the tackles have to be better. And cause otherwise it's going to be tough for Howell and the pass game. But again, they didn't exactly have a great day and they hung up 35. So because of some play design, because of the run game and the way they could get the box and the way Robinson ran, like they did a nice job in that area. And that's so, so you can survive with that, but it's a hard way to survive as, as you know, um, there was another one where he completes an 18 yard throw where um, Lyman is about to hit him as he throws again, the strike to 82, um, one thing I've noticed too, and this is something I want to look at a little bit more, is that he definitely likes to pat the ball before he's throwing it, but it's a pronouncement. It's not a tip-tip. It's a boom sometimes. It's a little bit more, and I wonder if that's a tip-off because he gets he's getting a, a you know a few passes batted down. Again, it's just a theory. I have no, I don't know if I'm right on that, but it is something that I'm like, you know, you get a little bit curious about sometimes about what do you see and what does it mean, and that's why. What I like is having access because access provides me answers. So I'll get some answers for those things too. But, it, you know, um, the one he had another sack where, again, you're holding the ball. And he was, it was a, a second half. Sadiq Charles does a good job picking up a stun on this play. Um, Howell is in the pocket for 3.88 seconds and takes a sack. So that's one where if you're an offensive line, that's not in you. So, but that's, those are things that he's learning, but I really, really, really like what that kid shows. And the two touchdown passes are prime examples on the, and the touchdown pass to Logan Thomas, 
just anticipates, but also just the calm that he shows in the pocket. He's a, he's a, he's a veteran in the pocket with the way he, the calm and the poise he shows, but a, a really good ball to him. I don't know that, you know, Ron Rivera talked about him throwing with anticipation. I think the McLaurin one shows that even more um, and the trust, but, but that was a good throw to, to Thomas on his tippy toes. So, you know, I think Howell does a really good job on that area, but I just, I think that that kid is is doing a nice job and, you know, it's funny because and Nikki and I talked about this after the, after the game about how, and this is the difference in this team and, and Charles Leno saying that they're, you know, they're resilient. There's this, again, I think they've been resilient. I just don't think they had good quarterback play enough. And now I think they have a shot at that. And how, what level of good, I don't know, but I think that makes a difference. So you combine resiliency with a little bit more hope and, and a better offensive structure, and that can help you win a couple more games. And so that's where I think they're at. Um, but, you know, we'll see how it unfolds, but but there's a lot to like right now with him. And this, this stuff doesn't, you, you have to clean it up. You've got to get better with it, but it takes more than three starts to get there. So, and then the touchdown throw to McLaurin. So here's what I really like. And I'm, you know, you'll see pictures of this one too. Um, but what I really like is, Again, poise and patience because you got two, it's a quarters coverage. So you got two sa- two safeties down playing quarters coverage and he holds the backside safety. And that's important. So he holds them for a while. It's a slower developing play and give credit to the offensive line because they held them off. And I should have timed how long that took and I didn't, but they did a good job. But what he also does is he's looking down the left side for most of the time. He lets Terry get behind the safety and then he turns and he delivers a strike, but he throws it in when, and you'll see in the pictures, like you'll see where he's thrown it to Terry and you know, he's not, it's, he's not, he's not waiting till he's open. He threw him open and, but he holds the safety with the act with his eyes and just the, his body. It wasn't just the eyes looking over here. It was his body's this way, but he knows he's coming back here because he knew the coverage they had. And so that was just a really, really good job by Howell. And, you know, um, I think, I think that's, that was was a big time throw and big time catch, but that was a big time throw. And I love the throw to John Bates because that had to be a decisive throw. You, you cannot, you know, that's, you're thrown over the corner, you're thrown before the safety gets there. And if you're not on time on that one, Bates is getting his head taken off by the safety or it's just an, or it's maybe it's picked off or something like that, but it was a decisive throw. And, you know, again, you see that a lot with him and, you know, the, I, I think, you know, the kid's not bad anyway. So, Oh, the other thing is too, and you look at like the one thing I looked at too um, was time, his time before throwing in the first half, because it talked about getting rid of the ball quicker first half, his average time before throwing the ball 2.96 seconds. That's a long time. Average time to throw in the second half, 2.62 seconds. And that's so, you know, it's considered a, a win if you, if you have a pass blocker, if you're blocking 2.5 or less, that's a win. So 2.6 is 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 a good area to be in. Um, so there you go. Anyway, last one, Chase Young. Um, there's there's a lot to build on here, and we know that. And I I think, you know, that I think one of the couple some of the good things is you see the ability to make plays. We saw that. Um, we see some stuff he's got to work on. You know, he's still, 
whether it's freelancing or whatever, you know, he's all, he's not always rushing within the structure of what they want to do. And I think this is, and this is one thing that Ron Rivera talked about on Monday and just the communication, you know, this is like, this is from being away. He's played now four games in the last two in the last, uh, you know, almost two years. So you need to get back into that groove and the rhythm. Will he get back to, to rush within the structure? And if not, are they going, you know, how are they going to react to that? And and how do they play off that? Because you have, that's one of the things the tackles want to know is what are you doing? So I can play off that. If you're coming inside, just give me a little tip and I'm going to go make sure I cover outside. So, and there was one time where, and this is on the, the fumble by Jamin Davis that he forced, but on that one, Chase beats the guy inside and it's nice rush, but John Allen had no clue it appears. And so nobody's outside. Russell Wilson does get outside, but Jamin Davis is speed. Um, runs him down, causes the fumble, and, and to be honest, changes the game. And and but you know, for Chase, if you're going to do that, you need to communicate to the tackle. This is you know just a little nudge, like you know what. When I saw Montez Sweat start to grow with this group, it was a couple of years ago in Denver when they played there. Because I remember watching them, watching he and John Allen, and they had some really good nice coordinated rushes, but it was the communication that led to those coordinated rushes. And that's what you, you're going to need to see. That's what they want to see a little bit more from Chase Young as he gets back into the flow of things. And I think that's one thing to watch. How does he develop there? But the kid made plays and you have to give him a lot of credit. Cause again, that's his, it's his first game since, you know, obviously we know all the deal here, but he, but he did a good job um, for his snaps. Like there were a couple of times, um, takes away a screen because of his anticipation and his reading of the, the reading of the play on the Emmanuel Forbes interception. You see Chase Young's got a hand up in the quarterback's face and that led that leads Russell Wilson to throw the ball. I think a little bit before he wants, and he doesn't throw it to the receiver because if he had, then it may not have been a pick, but the receiver keeps going straight. He throws it to the sideline because he has to make a decision without knowing where the guy's going, what he's going to do. And with Chase Young there, it just kind of ruined it for him. So good job by Chase. Help, um, help force that, force that play. Didn't, didn't stutter step as much. There are times where he's going to do a little bit off the line, but he's not where he got into trouble a couple of years ago was he, he get burst off the line and then he take like two steps and then stutter, 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 and he lose all power. Now, when he's doing it, it's still a little bit quicker. It's boom, boom, almost like more like a basketball movie. You're driving to the to the hole or something like that, little boom, boom, right? And and you see a little bit more of that and not losing his power as much and so not losing his power. And so that, I think, is a, has been a good thing um, for him as well. <clears throat> Does get upfield sometimes a little bit too much. That's where the discipline and that's where the, you know, getting your rhythm back comes into play. A couple of times you leave that big gap and the quarterback's going to get through there to extend a play. And that's what Russell Wilson did a couple of times. You don't want that happening against Josh Allen on Sunday because he'll make you pay. I mean, you know, he's got the arm. We know he's going to heave it downfield, whether or not, you know, who catches it, who knows, but he's going to make a play if you let him get outside the pocket, but it's good to get Chase Young back into a game. And so you can see that and remind him, Hey, don't forget about this and this and this. And when you're rushing a guy like that, you can't just go straight up field because you automatically leave a gap. And if you get beyond that seven, eight yard mark, now you're giving him that gap to sneak through. And there are a couple of times where he does that. One other time though, does a really good job just driving his guy back, pinching and, you know, about seven yards. That's what you want to see from him. And I thought like his bull rush on one of the sacks does a nice job there. 
um, on, you know, and, and help set, help set up a sack, I should say. And so they just, a, for a first time out, he made plays and that's what they expect from him. And there's stuff to clean up. And I think they expected that too. And I think everybody should have expected that because really at this point, that's where he's at. So, so again, I, I would, I, you know, whether it's a mixed bag or whatever, big plays were made. He helped make some, he helped force some big plays and he has some things to learn. He's a young guy. Let's see where he goes from here and see, especially when they face Josh Allen this week and how he, what his rush plan is there. So anyway, that's all I got folks, you know? And so if you got more questions for us, join us Tuesday night live stream show with Bram Weinstein, the voice of commanders, seven 30 Eastern time, bring your questions. And as always, I appreciate you tuning in. Talk to you next time.